You're listening to The Bob and Bo Show. Here are your hosts, Ty Bob, Ty Bo, and Sean. Welcome back to the show, everyone. I am Ty Bob, joined by Ty Bo and Sean. Coming back to you after week 13 of the NFL season, where we have got some late drama as we get into the later stage of the NFL season. Let's kick this one off with a little bit of news. Very surprising. Coming from the Titans here, uh, Ian Rappaport said that the Titans are firing their GM, John Robinson. Um, that only has to come after getting absolutely obliterated by the Eagles, knowing that you traded away A.J. Brown instead of signing him uh, when you had the opportunity and he wanted to stay. Bad move. Terrible. Terrible. Uh, next, coming from Ian Rappaport, a little bit of injury news here. The Seahawks running back Kenneth Walker the third will have tests today on what Coach Pete Carroll called a jammed ankle. The injury, the hope is not serious, is different from a sprain because the joint jammed down and not on one side or the other. It is a strange injury and tests will be coming. Uh, from at Tests? Testing. Uh, from Adam Schefter, the Packers uh, offensive tackle who has been having quite a few injuries over the last couple of years, David Bakhtiari, underwent an appendectomy and is out Sunday um, or was out this past Sunday. Um, very, very interesting. He'll be out for what will be probably six weeks. Um with the appendectomy, we've seen that uh, become more uh, a little bit more uh, uh, often occurrence uh, in the NFL over the last couple of seasons. That's what the second or third one this year. Yeah, just this season uh, on the appendectomy, not including uh, Clyde last year. Uh, I can't think of any others off the top of my head, but I know there was Joe a Burrow. Beginning the year. Yes. Yep. Yep. I think there was one more, but can't remember now. Um, and some other news, Ian Rappaport, um, the Broncos are placing wide receiver KJ Hamler on the IR after he had a setback with his hamstring. The Broncos now have a league high of 15 players currently on the IR, uh, and they also lead the league in most money on the IR. So taking a page from the 49ers book last year and just placing the whole team uh, out. Probably, other- you know, the best Broncos. It's good to see. Broncos. Love to see. Um, Adam Schefter reported that the Ravens QB Lamar Jackson suffered a sprained PCL during Sunday's win over the Denver Broncos. The PCL injuries often sideline players one to three weeks, and the Ravens head coach John Harbaugh already has said Jackson is less likely to play Sunday versus the Steelers. I think he made five passes and then he was out for the rest of the game. Not a good look. Especially not, not for a guy who wants $250 million. <laughs> yeah, getting hurt is not a good look. It's not. It doesn't help you get money. 
from Adam Schefter, Rams are placing their starting quarterback, Matthew Stafford, on the injured reserve, effectively ending his 2022 season. Stafford will be eligible to return in week 17 at the Chargers, but at this point, there would be little incentive to play and expose their veteran quarterback, given that they will be out of the playoffs. And in a saga for the last couple of days, starting off from Adam Schefter, former Panthers quarterback, Baker Mayfield, um, uh, what? well, he's former now as he has been waived by the Panthers, uh, is expected that he will be claimed off of waivers today, which is Wednesday. Uh, the team that claims him, or excuse me, Tuesday, the team that will claim him will inherit the remaining $1.35 million on his contract. Mayfield is unlikely to land in San Francisco. We'll look into everything, uh, but that would be a surprise it's, to me, said it's, Kyle. It's Shane. the Rams. Correct, because uh, in the next bit of news, uh, that was the original <laughs> landing point that people thought before he was actually picked up was going to be San Francisco, given they lost Trey Lance, given um, uh, Jimmy G now has a broken foot and is out six to eight weeks, uh, and they're now stuck with Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy, uh, which goes to our next bit of news from Adam Schefter. Baker Mayfield was claimed off of waivers by the Los Angeles Rams. The Rams inherited his $1.35 million contract. Uh, he will fly to L.A. today, which is Tuesday. Uh, they would give him the playbook, and it's possibility that he plays Thursday night versus the Raiders. That is just a terrible choice by the Rams because Baker cannot play under pressure at all. The only time he was decent with the Browns is whenever they had a good offensive line. Yeah, given the offensive line issues with the Rams, it's not the best pickup. Um, I I don't know. I don't Do you know. think somebody can get signed on a Tuesday and play on a Thursday in an NFL system? Baker, if, it, if it wasn't a quarterback, I would say one hundred percent yes. Baker Mayfield. No, I have lost all confidence in that man. I had really, really high hopes for him coming out of Oklahoma. Um, he led the dysfunctional franchise, the Browns, to the playoffs and a playoff win. I think he doesn't get enough credit, uh, and he has been put in poor systems. But with the things that he has been given, he also has not performed, um, and he is seeing say, himself yeah. right out of the league. I think he gets the right amount of credit. <laughs> a guy who gets traded to be a backup quarterback and then is cut halfway through the year and picked up. That's the credit he deserves. To be fair, he did ask for a release from the Carolina Panthers that has been looked over by a lot of people. Again, he was already backing up Sam Darnold and P.J. Walker, so that's not a good look. However, the Panthers and the Browns are not two franchises that we should look at with saying, you do really good things, period, let alone really good things with quarterbacks. Oh, well. And we've got a couple more bits of news here coming from Adam Schefter. The Ravens are signing veteran wide receiver Deshaun Jackson to their active roster per his agent, Drew Rosenhaus. Uh, it's about time that they did that. He's been sitting on the practice squad for quite a few weeks now. And let's land this news he, he played, cast. Oh, go ahead. He played uh, last week, I believe. You got a catch. Did he? That came on. Uh, oh, so they must be signing him to the active roster permanently, um, if that's what it was, because uh, that information came out on Monday. Okay. 
Um, and we'll finish off with our traditional Orlando, or excuse me, not Orlando, the other OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr., uh, coming from Ed Warder. The Cowboys have concerns after Odell Beckham Jr.'s physical, that his recovery from his torn left ACL in the Super Bowl, has not progressed enough to ensure that he would play before mid-January and possibly ex- uh, exist signing him would have no benefit until 2023 season um not a surprise everything that's been coming out from um inside insiders um and other uh, media outlets have been saying that he is not going to be ready until what would be late january mid to late january early february it would not be right for teams to pick him up um this also could be just a ta- tactic from jerry jones to get him at a lower price um, however, this does align with the information that's been coming out over the last few months as we've been gearing up for OBJ uh, to get signed. Man, I hope something comes out either he's not going to play this year or he gets signed or something because I'm tired of hearing about all this. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of the same thing every year, though. Like, Well, not last two years. It's getting old. I'm getting tired of it. OBJ, we've known drama merchant, known celebrity enthusiast. I hope the news is over soon. And that is our news is over soon. As much as I uh, (laughs) hate to see that our news is over. Um, Although I hope to see OBJ done much, much sooner, just like our news segments. Um, But they, uh, there's a good week of fantasy myself. I am lining up. Uh, for a couple of playoff uh, berths and wins. I'm high up in a couple of leagues, real down low in one. Uh, but let's kick it off to Sean. All to... thanks to. <laughs> yeah, all Just thanks to. Yep, yep, yep. It was, uh, he told me to bench Mike Evans. It wasn't a bad call. So let's kick it over to Sean. Tell us how we did this week. Now, we have some questionable calls on here. Most of those are due to injuries. Some of those are not. She don't like to see. Uh, but hey, on the bright side, I made the playoffs in one fantasy league. Came down to this final week, barely squeezed in. I had a 9% chance to make it before the week started. And look at me now, I'm in the playoffs. But we're going to go ahead and start with our stardoms this week. We have quarterbacks. Justin Fields came out, got you 19 points. Not too bad. Expect a little bit more if he's going to be back and running like he was. Broke up a huge run. Thought he was going to get a little bit more after that, but obviously did not. Trevor Lawrence, 16 points. Completely mediocre. I actually think he got less than he was projected. Not a good sign there, especially against Detroit. They are who we thought they were. Trevor Lawrence is a bust. It is not good for him. Yes. And last quarterback here, Jimmy G. Unfortunately, he got hurt very early in the game. I believe it was, what, first or second drive? Two points. Could you imagine if Sean said to start Brock Purdy? Ultimate, <laughs> ultimate start of the year. <laughs> and now to running backs. Thought he was going to have a big game. Did not at all. Alvin Kamara, five points. Saints are a dumpster fire. They have no idea what they're doing over there. They put an injured Mark Ingram in over Alvin Kamara to run it, and he ran out of bounds. 
don't know what's going on there, man. It's, it's rough. Kenneth Walker the third. Went out with injury, but he came away with three points. He was having a great year so far. Should have looked to start him at all times, but you can't expect injuries like that every game. Leonard Fournette. Much more solid week than the other running backs here, but not very good. 13 points. Now this is where I get excited at because this right here is the wide receivers and they actually came and showed out. I'm going to start with Amon Ra St. Brown. He is a must start him every week now. Came away with 35 points. This best game of the year, right? Uh, Second. For him. Second. Second best? Okay. He had uh, early on, I believe it was either game one or game two, he had 40 points. Yeah. Goes to the next receiver here. Big revenge game for him. He hates the Titans. A.J. Brown, 32 points. Helped Tybo pick up a win against the number one team in our league. But it didn't matter because he's still number one and I'm not in the playoffs. Sad. But hey, he got one win on him before the end of the game. I, I, I technically have the, the fourth best uh, points for in the regular season. Fucking stupid. Yeah. And last wide receiver here, Christian Watson. This man is a touchdown scoring machine over the past four or five weeks. He came away, came away with 23 points. He scored two touchdowns in that game. That's what you like to see from him. Second multiple touchdown game for the rookie. He is coming alive. Probably a little too late now. The Packers are still shit, but we'll see. Tight ends. Dalton Schultz. It was not the Dalton Schultz show. It was everybody <laughs> else besides him. But he came away with five points. Great Kittle. He probably could have played a little bit better if Jimmy G didn't get hurt so early on. But they had to resort to Brock Purdy, and he came away with four points. On to the sit Now, most of these sit are pretty good. We have a few outliers, outliers, whatever you want to say. <laughs> it's not whatever you want to say. It's outliers, bro. I want to say that just for you. I know, but... <laughs> and the quarterback to sit right away. You should have sat him. Aaron Rodgers. 13 points. He doesn't have it anymore, man. Below average. Way below average. Tom Brady. Now, through the first 45, 50 minutes of this game, it was looking amazing. And then Tom Brady did Tom Brady things. The Saints imploded on themselves. They should have won this game. They gave the Buccaneers every single chance. And that gave a chance for Tom Brady to get 17 fantasy points. Not the best, but not what you, what you want to see on the sit-up. And... The top four quarterback that I told you to sit last week came away with zero points. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> All that just so happened he called injured, him getting hey, hurt. <laughs> hey, sit him. <laughs> Running backs here. Aaron Jones, another subpar game, nine points. Not good. Najee Harris, another nine points. Against Atlanta, that a little surprising. Zeke, 17 points. That was a lot in garbage time because they were up so much, but hey, that's 17. Continuing trend for Mike Evans here against the Saints. And pretty much all year long for him. 
Nine points. Very, very bad year for Mike Evans. For how good of a receiver he is. Tom Brady washed. Always oh, passed washed. Except for against the Saints last or yeah, last night. Cortland Sutton. Came away with zero points. If you started him, why Russell Wilson is his quarterback? Don't trust that man. Hayden Hurst, tight end here. Three points. Called another Justin, guy getting hurt. Justin Reed shut him down <laughs> all game, man. All game. And last tight end here was Cole Komet. Thought he would have a down week against the Packers. He had a pretty decent week for his standards. 13 points. Not good. Not bad. Decent for a tight end. Yeah. That's about how Justin... I'm taking anything over 10 points for a tight end. It's like, thank you. (laughs) That's exactly what you need. And that was just the tips. Ibo. What? Give, 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 Give us a grade of that just the tips. C we plus. do this every week. We need we need C a grade. Plus. C plus. You're, what was you're, last week, you were you were redeemed on. I don't remember what your picks were last week, dude. They're the best I've ever had. Were last week was an A. It was a solid okay. A. This week we're, we're going with a minus. <laughs> we're going with a C plus typo. All right, I'll take it. He was redeemed a little bit on the Sidums. Um, but, uh, yeah. Jimmy G and a couple injuries. Lamar and Hayden Hurst. Yep, that'll do it. Well, folks, we had given you our games of the week uh, last episode. Uh, thir- week week thirteen was very good, um, minus a couple of the games of the week. The ones that we didn't choose were, but let's give you guys the quick rundown of what happened on Sunday from our games of the week. I did choose the San Francisco 49ers who are at home against the Miami Dolphins. The Niners walk away with a win 33 to 17. Uh, Tua got absolutely exposed. The Dolphins were God awful. Their defense could do nothing offensively outside of Tyreek. Like it, 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 it it was poor. All they can do is deep shots. It looks like what Kansas city chiefs were you know, a few years back where it was just fuck it, Tyreek down there somewhere. That's what it was. I mean, Tyreek, nine catches, 146 yards, hit a 16 yard, 16.2 yard average. Tua only ended with 295 yards. So most of them to Tyreek. Uh, he had a couple other long passes, one to uh, Shearfield, uh, one for 75. Um, you know, I started he, the game off. Did start the game off, and that was his only reception of the game. Uh, that went for a touchdown. Uh, not not good. Um, they are not getting the running game going like they had been uh, previous to the last couple of weeks. Raheem Mostert, seven carries, 30 yards. Uh, he did have 4.3 yards per carry, but offensively, uh, you, got, you, you put these guys in tough situations, you take away the deep threats, um, and they're left with little to nothing. Tyreek Hill, best wide receiver in the game right now. Easily. Easily, easily. Over Justin uh, Jefferson? That's probably the only name I'd consider. And I'd still pick Tyreek. Would be close, though. 
Yeah. San, San Francisco had themselves a hell of a day running, passing, whatever you wanted. Christian McCaffrey had himself a hell of a day. 17 carries, 66 yards, eight receptions, 80 yards. Um, how much often, of this How much of this game was Brock Purdy? All of it. Except Jimmy Purdy go, everything minus four passes. Brock Purdy had himself wow. 25, uh, 25 completions on 37 attempts, 210 yards, two tuds, and an interception. He was also sacked three times. Uh, that offensive line is looking pretty bad in San Francisco. They've given up four sacks in this game. I mean, that just goes to they show you. 33-17. You can plug and play a quarterback in uh, Shanahan's offense. That's not surprising. It doesn't matter. Although there were, I will say, I, I was diving back into uh, into some old tweets. There were some people that were saying Brock Purdy had a very, very, very good camp, and they expected him to be the number two and Jimmy to get released. They just so happened to bring Jimmy back at the right time for the injury. Um, and now with this injury, having Brock Purdy, uh, they have to have a lot of faith in this guy, given that they didn't even put a waiver claim in on Baker Mayfield. Whatever you think about him, you are down to one quarterback on the roster. You didn't even put a waiver claim in. You have to have a lot of faith in Brock Purdy here. Call cap. Mr. Relevant. No, call Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, the two Mr. Relevance. <laughs> what a good first game of the week for us there. Moving on to my game of the week. <laughs> you asshole. <laughs> Jeez. You can find me for that, but that sounded so... I don't want to be that insulting. I'm sorry, Sean. That just came out so wrong, too. <laughs> Anyways, Titans versus Eagles. Uh, thought it was competitive at first, not very competitive at the very end. You could say that the first game of the week may have been a little bit more competitive, but I'm not going to say that. Big revenge game for A.J. Brown. Showed up and showed out. Eight catches, 119 yards, two touchdowns. He also got the Titans GM fired. Specifically, A.J. Brown got him fired. I mean, showing that he's still worth it, worth the money, not signing him, letting him, trading him to the Eagles, who he then torched you, absolutely. Yeah, I bad choice, man. He's not a good GM. One big thing stepped out to me in this game. This was not a rushing game at all. The Titans' lead rusher was Ryan Tannehill. He had 34 rush yards. For the Titans with Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill as your rush rush leader of the game, Henry had 11 carries for 30 yards. Seems like something went off script a little bit somewhere. Way off script. Uh, one big thing. AJ Brown had two touchdowns, but technically you could say it was three because Jalen Hurts hit him on a 40-yard bomb down the sideline. They ended up calling him out of bounds in that play. The very next play, same thing, 40-yard bomb, A.J. Brown, touchdown. That's what got That's what got the GM fired. That right that there. Right there. <laughs> Speaking of big touchdowns in that game, an amazing touchdown that I don't think I've ever seen anything like this before. Traylon Burks, first quarter, first touchdown for the Titans. I believe it was a 25, 30-yard pass into the end zone. He goes up, catches it, 
gets a helmet to helmet hit, gets concussed right at the moment, somehow comes down with the ball still. For his first Oh yeah, season. I saw I watched that. Yeah, that was that was hard to see, but man, he came down with that still. That Yeah, I remember thinking to myself, like, dude, he caught that. Like I don't know. onto that ball. But <laughs> he was down for a little bit too. He was down for quite a bit. What else can I say about this game besides Eagles didn't run either? This was the Jalen Hurts throwing show. 29 for 39 for 380 yards and three touchdowns. They as poor as that offense. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sean. This is your game of the week. They had 67 total yards rushing. The Eagles are proving that they can win it in any way. Running, passing, defense. They're amazing right now and they're gonna be hard to stop the eagles kind of had a little stretch where they, like they weren't doing so hot on offense but the last couple of weeks you know they're kind of showing they can do it however they want to they got the playmakers on offense really yeah uh but the eagles are in the same division as this next game mike the week was commies and the giants uh this had to have been a very frustrating game for Giants fans. Uh, they had the, the final score was 20 to 20. They ended in a tie. The Giants had scored 20 points with 11 minutes left to go in the third quarter. So they went almost three, three quarters of football without scoring. Um, so, and on top of that, they had a plethora of opportunities that they just let slip out of their fingers. Um, the the Giants definitely should have won this game. Um, if I could encapsulate the game in a in a sentence, it would just be a battle of mid, um, the very mid quarterback play. Taylor Heineke, uh, I th- I think there was an interception by the Giants in this game, but there I know there were a couple of balls thrown like straight to the Giants that they, that were dropped. Um, Daniel Jones didn't look that much better on the other side of the ball. The skill position players bailed out their quarterbacks a lot in this game. Saquon Barkley, Darius Slayton um, for the Commies. Uh, Terry McLaurin looked good. Brian Robinson looked good. Um, but, it, it, well, I mean, it was it was kind of tough to watch. Like, the, the play was made all around. Um, Daniel Jones, with a minute left and – minute and a half left in overtime – I mean, there was a lot of people in the backfield. I don't know what play was going on, but, like, there was a miscued handoff, and Daniel, Daniel Jones just took off with it up the middle. Um, like, it, it just – there was a lot of strange calls that both teams kind of looked like they were the Chiefs um, yesterday um, with how weird we played and how bad the effort level, like, um, on some of the plays. Um, but, yeah, I mean – Ties suck. Ties are weird. And the Giants really, like, there were so many opportunities that they had two points from 11 minutes left in the third quarter on, and they didn't capitalize on any of them. Taylor Tiny Taylor Tiny NFL, figure out your product. This isn't soccer. We don't deserve ties. Figure it out. Tired of this. Go to the college football overtime rules. 
Back them up to the 35, the 45, the 50. I don't care. Make some sort of rule that goes along with college football and make it a little bit more difficult. Quit with the ties. We're tired of it. It doesn't help anyone. We're tired of it. Thank you, Tyler. <laughs> Tyler. Tyler. Well, that Uh-oh. brings us to our Pick'em report Pack from em. the week. Pack em. Um, which which is bad because the commies should have won that game, which would have put us all level. Really? If the if the Giants would have lost, we would have had a three way tie for first, second, and third. That's crazy. Wow. Let's get into it. We did have a two way tie wow. for second place. It was between Sean and myself. Ah, no. Ten wins, four losses, and a tie. And that brings Tybo to be the winner for two weeks in a row by one game. 11 wins, three losses. A win's a win, baby. And a bullshit tie. So that rounds it out. I am still in third place with many more weeks and games to go. 108 wins, 84 losses with three total ties now again. The first game of the year we did miss, so it counts as a tie for us. Sean in second place, behind on five games, 111 wins, 80 losses, three ties. And Tybo himself with 116 wins, 75 losses, three ties. Sean, we have to step up our game. We cannot let this man walk away with the fine bucket money. See, they're they're just trying to gang up, man. They just don't want to see the success. Like, can't do it. They don't. (laughs) We're building him up to tear him down at the very end. Sure, sure. This big lead is going to come down to the last week. My picks are immaculate, and I'm going to keep picking first. I don't give a shit anymore. Thank you. I'm just going to go with my intuition. You guys can keep getting in your heads about what I'm picking and lose week to week. Go flat. You, you did go seven and seven <laughs> not long ago. Watch it. I've also had the best record. So I went 13 and three last week. Records. Bud. Sure. That's fair show. We've had our fair share of bad records. Yeah. To be fair though, we are all picking really well. If you put this up against anybody else on any of the major media outlets who have been picking games, we're all over five hundred by a f- fairly decent margin um, how, many, how many wins do you have again i have 108 we're all 28 games or above 500 we're all we're all doing perfect if you would go Whoa. and ask perfect in terms of if you go and you look <laughs> at the major media outlets and who's picking the games for for every single game most of them are under 500 or right on the verge so come to our Listen show to if you want to you want to get your parlays. Yeah, Doug. Don't fade Wait. me. Super fade you. Don't fade me. Turn just like we should. Just, just like we should fade ad. Trevor Lawrence. Well, uh, don't fade me. Definitely fade Trevor Lawrence. Bust. 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 What, what what are we who who else is a bust? Who else are we missing here that is bust? Is Zach it Deshaun Wilson? Watson? 
Oh, oh. Hey. Sean Watson, big buzz. He likes it. Stop it. Yes, we know. <laughs> Everybody knows that. We don't need to go over this again. There's a lot of women that know that. Yeah. First game back in the league week 13 of the NFL season against his former team, the Houston Texans. And boy, did he – he looked as bad as Zach Wilson. He looked bad. And it's it's a really bad job by Steph, Kevin Stefanski and the rest of that offensive uh, coaching crew for the Browns. Nick Chubb only touched the ball 17 times. He only oh. touched the ball 17 times. He had 80 – he did have 80 yards with 4.7 yards per carry. you got to let that man eat. If your starting quarterback's going 12 for 22 and 138, it gives up pick six. It's not good. Deshaun Watson, big old bust. Get him out of the league. His his debut went nearly perfectly if the Browns just were lost. Like, it would have been immaculate. Why did that defense have to help him? The score was 27-14, I believe. The Browns did only have, like, what? One offensive touchdown, if that? Had z- they had zero offensive touchdowns. Okay, so it was all from special teams None. and defense. Special teams and defense. Yep. They special scored 27 points, and all of their points came from – oh, my God. Denzel Ward had a touchdown. Fields, the second, had himself a touchdown defensively. Donovan Peoples-Jones had himself a return for a touchdown. Um, not – Man, I should have went ahead and made that my game. <laughs> <laughs> It's not good. I and the, and the Texans are still benching Davis Mills and playing Kyle Allen. Um, nobody knows what the hell's going on in 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 Houston. Um, I know what's going on. Number one overall pick. Man. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that is fair. What what else are we missing from this week? Week thirteen. It was a week. Week thirteen. Like W E A. No, sorry, I just repeated myself. Week is it week is it thirteen? Week, week thirteen. Yes. How about that Super uh, Week Vikings the Jets lost. game? Which the game? Vikings Jets. Vikings Jets. Vikings Jets. The Vikings Jets. Vikings Jets. Jets Vikings. Nope. Not. Huh? Vikings Jets. Vikings Jets. Jets versus. Came down to the final plays. Braxton Berrios almost caught the game when he touched down for the Jets, but no, ended no. up dropping it. What a bum. Mike White was almost the savior again. I think he put them in a much better chance of winning that game than Zach Wilson would have. By far. They were even they were even sporting uh Mike White Mighty Duck jerseys before the game. That yeah, that team like loves him. Mike White. I don't know what's going up with that, but that team loves Mike White. You saw what he did last week, right? I picked it just I mean, I have faith. He was 30 yards shy. He was 31 yards shy of a 400-yard game. Yeah. He's the truth. Zero touchdowns, two interceptions. Mike the truth white. (laughs) New nickname. Is he he the truth with zero touchdowns and two interceptions? He's the Jets' truth. I'll tell you who's the truth (laughs) there. Uh, Garrett Wilson. Eight receptions, 162 yards. Look what happens whenever you have a competent quarterback that can throw Garrett Wilson the ball. I mean, even Mike Davis, Mike White, sorry, is making Corey Davis look really good. Five receptions, 85 yards. 
He Corey did Davis had decent numbers games. already this year, though. With Joe Flacco, probably. Yes, with Joe Flacco. As soon as Zach Wilson came in, it was pretty bad. What are the, what are they doing with James Robinson? Why why do you make that trade? It was for basically nothing, but then not use him in any way, shape, or form. I believe he was hurt recently, wasn't he? Still coming off an injury? Because they still had Michael Carter there, and he was doing pretty good. But now it's Zonovan Knight. Zonovan Knight and, uh, yeah, Zonovan Knight. Wait, did Michael Carter get hurt too? Yeah, Yeah, he was out with the injury. Damn. That's you want to talk about the Vikings at all? You can uh, call them out. No. Vikings I mean, are still – I mean, they won the game. They played mid, though. The defense is definitely a... what won them the game. But their point differential is so bad. Yeah, it's not good. They are who their point differential shows us they are. They Do they are... have a negative point differential with how bad the Cowboys game was? They are 10 above – their points allowed for their point, points for. Okay. So they have a plus 10 point differential. So oh, that's, that's not wins, good for their record. 10 wins, they would win every game by one point. That's not good. You can't be in a shootout. You can't be in that close of a game every single time. Granted, the Jets have a solid defense. I like Robert Sala more and more every single week, but Vikings have to pick it's it up. It's just because he's bald, you weirdo. <laughs> Okay. Bald brothers. Bald brothers. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was What a dick. <laughs> <laughs> um what we, we need to talk about this game a little bit. The Vikings have beaten the Chargers, which you guys called. Fine. Vikings. Gosh dang it. The I saw V. It was Las Vegas Raiders. Beating the Chargers, uh, which you both called. Uh, I called that. I thought Tybo only called. That. I called it. Uh, I'm just trying to call you it. You and I picked the Chargers. Yes, that is correct. I, what What the hell is going on with the rest of the AFC West? We We know what's going on in Denver. What the hell are going on with these two? The Chargers I mean, are charging. Exactly. And Derek Carr and the Raiders are on a little bit of a hot streak. They're on a three game win streak. Are they not? Uh, the Raiders are on a three-game win streak. After losing the Colts, they then beat the Broncos, the Seahawks, and then the Raiders. The Chargers. Find me again. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and give me some more money. Pretty <laughs> sense. Um. I mean, yes. At this point, the Chargers need to fire their entire medical staff, right? It can't just be a coincidence. There's the same players are getting injured every single year. It's either your medical staff is bad or these players aren't taking care of their bodies and you need to get them out instead of continue to re-sign them to new contracts. Or they're just playing on turf all the time. <laughs> are they on turf? I thought they had the rollout grass. I know the I know the Raiders do, but this was also well, I guess they didn't come away with a lot of injuries in this game. I don't know. <laughs> Anything else we're missing from week 13? Uh, Lions, big win. 40 to 14. They are above the Packers. 
in the NFC North right now. I believe I called at the beginning of the year the Lions would finish above the Packers. Still have a chance for it. Still Damn, do you home. remember my hot take at the beginning of the season? Because I totally do. Yeah, the NFC mine. East, all their four teams are going to make the playoffs. Yes, you did. Oh, yeah. Did I say that? Like, I, yes. that was my hot take, hot take? Yeah. There's a chance. Ah, ah, there is really a chance. Uh, there are currently only two teams that have been eliminated from playoff contention. That is the 1-10-1 Houston Texans and the 3-10 Chicago Bears. Mm. Ouch. Sucks. Sucks. Suck. We've been there, though. Remember that. We yeah. have been there. Well, if nothing left from week 13, we must get to our final picks or our pick uh, for Thursday's game coming up in week 14. The Ra- Raiders have a quick turnaround and they will be playing in Los Angeles against the Rams in SoFi Stadium. Uh, the odds coming from a sports book that shall not be named pulling up right now the rams at home are six point dogs uh tybo <laughs> you won i'm going first i already said i'm going first okay i didn't well, think the rams would like be like like for real dogs in this game but i'm still riding with the raiders um it's weird to be a chiefs fan and, and choose the raiders willingly uh but I'm riding the hot hand. I think I think they if there's a if there's a team that they can still go out there and beat, um, I think the the Rams could help them continue this little winning streak they got. Yeah, I'm going with the Raiders simply by the fact that I want the Rams to keep losing and losing and still send that pick to Detroit and have Detroit have a top five pick. That'd be dope. That'd be cool. I'll go with the Raiders too. Um <laughs> So it's Raiders across the board to start us off. Don't give us the – they're going to start. First. This is bound to happen a lot. Sir, they they have signed and will start Baker Mayfield with two days of practice and learning Dude, to play. It doesn't matter. The rest of the quarterbacks wait. are off. They're, off. they're worse than Baker Mayfield. You have John Wardall for whatever his name is, and you have Bryce Perkins. Both of those dudes should be in the XFL coming up this next season. Going to be out of the league, all right? Calm they it down. Be. Give it some time. DJ Walker, too. Oh, whoa. Easy there. Hey, he's the XFL MVP. Hey. hey. Yeah, but he's staying in the NFL. Hey. Put some respect on oh. his name. Hey. <laughs> PJ. Oh. You walk in here. All right, you took it too far. Yeah, no. Jeez. Palm it, Mr. Kansas City. People don't fucking say that. <laughs> I love that video. Oh, man. Well, that is our pick for Thursday night's game. Raiders at Rams. Make sure to check us back out on Friday as we bring you news. Damn it, Sean. As we bring you the rest of the news from the week as it comes out, along with more just the tips for you people no. who oh. no. <laughs> don't do it. If you're on audio, go check us out on YouTube. Bob and Bo show. Sean is being ridiculous. The antics are always there. 
<laughs> Make sure to check us back out. Like I said, on Friday, Sean will bring you his just the tips for those of you that are in your league's playoffs. And don't forget, go Chiefs. Go, go Chiefs! Chiefs!